Welcome, everybody, to the Kid Casper Podcast. I'm your gracious, beautiful, blessed, beloved, and black host, the kid they call Casper. The KID in Kid Casper stands for King of Development. I'm that menace with melanin. Reject me as I am as long as he is still relevant. I know this is <clears throat> a bit early um, to what everybody, as far as my following, is accustomed to, as far as times I normally shoot these and everything like that. Um, I made a pretty... It seems like a small life decision, but the symbolism in this decision couldn't have been more profound, more insightful, more heavy. It was a word without words. Well, actually, it was a word with words being spoken, but kingdom connection kind of tied it all together. Um, So this will be available um, after the playback and everything. Um, it's, I feel like this, this, the, what I'm going to try to convey today to the best of my ability, it's going to get a little bit emotional, uh, just to, you know, preface it. I feel like that this message I'm trying to convey today will be freeing for, <clears throat> I know it was freeing for me. Um, and it's still a freeing process as chains are being broken and bondage is being lifted as you go through the fire and the the i think it's like the ropes around you or the chains around you that once constricted you um they start to dissipate and fade away um one of my brothers from um divinity joined me today um I'm, and everybody else in divinity if you'd like to join as well you are more than welcome to links in the chat i got my brother sean on the pod today yeah mute yourself dog bam there you go bam, is that better yeah, I can hear you, man. How you doing? How today, you doing, bro? man? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. It's, it's been kind of a weird 24 hours. I mean, I, t- I told y'all in the chat, you know, kind of had, an, well, not, still not resolved, but I, you know, I'm kind of already celebrating that God's gonna make a way when I don't see a way already. Um, Amen. I'm doing all right, man. Um, I just decided, like I said, this was very unplanned, but I thought that it was important. Um. Anyway, this is your first time on the pod. So uh, if you wanted to give a little introduction real quick, I'm going to have to put you on blast. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh, my name's Sean. Um, I actually just started recording my own podcast called The Neighborhood Podcast, but I haven't posted anything yet. Um, and got introduced to this community, thankfully, uh, through the way I think a lot of people did, was trying to find something out there that was more Christian than what some of the churches that we've seen is representing as far as like racial equality and a lot of things this year and this summer. And I keep forgetting my cameras up there and just got to the point where it was, you know, looking for other people that just, you know, we're biblically based and, and we're more open to, you know, what Christianity really means, the simple, basic concepts of loving your neighbor and stuff like that. And, you know, thankfully got introduced to, uh, to you through Ruslan's channel and, been you know it's only been a couple weeks but divinity's like it, it's i mean it's great because there's communication every day and there's people that genuinely just want to spread the love of jesus even though we don't all agree on everything we agree on the basic things and so that's yeah that's why i'm here yeah man like i said um yesterday um i made it feels to me it felt drastic but i made a decision to alter something but it was kind of heartbreaking i guess for me i don't know why it is uh 
but I'll get into that um, a little bit today. So for Sean knows and everybody else in Divinity, I don't know where they're at. They act like they ain't doing nothing. They they busy right now. But I told, I welcomed them in the um, stream as well if they wanted to join. But um, basically, guys, um, I cut my hair. Um, and for me, it was I'm not going to I'm not even kidding. And if you anybody that knows my little sister, she cut it, <coughs> ch chopped my hair off. I was heartbroken, yo. No cap. Like it was uh it um it was it was crazy. Like I I think I have a weird shaped head. You know what I mean? Like I look like Cashew off of the Proud family, like with short <sighs> hair. You know what I'm saying? Like I I like I I I um I've been bald before and I hated it um and it's i feel really insecure because i think my head looks like i'm trying to take i'm trying to take my man mr planter's job from the can of peanuts um i don't know if you can call him mr anymore i don't know i don't know it, we probably should have asked him what his pronouns were i don't know um but anyway um <laughs> just so you don't get canceled i'm not offended either way i just don't want you to get in trouble do you no, mean? Uh, for for That's inanimate for inanimate piece of food i think that one where i'm not even willing to yeah like, we might be all right there you might yeah that's true that i don't know maybe but um so i wanted to get into it today man and i thought that the how i made this decision i thought it was really good to make this decision one and i thought you know there's god in everything you know what i mean there's a message in the madness there's a message in the sadness there's there's a message everywhere if you look you know what I mean? Not to get all super spiritual, lyrical and everything like that. But for me, this was honestly, though it seems so small, it made in the kingdom mindset and how I drew the parallel together. Oh, my goodness. Like when I tell you, like I cried on my way home in in joy in a in a place of liberation um, after making this decision, I couldn't even um, minimize it. So. I just kind of wanted to get into it, brother. I'm happy you're here with me. Do you have your Bible with you? Because you know we. Oh, uh, actually, I do. It's it's right here. I was just doing uh, Bible studies. Uh, okay, you gotta get in the camera. Um, on Psalm 116, <laughs> like for the last couple hours. So I'm absolutely, I'm ready to go. All right, cool, man. We about to get into it. Um, so. Um. Okay. So for those that know, I have worked many jobs before um taking on this full-time creative ministry that i'm still kicking about considering that finances seems to be the biggest thing i i stress out about as a christian um brother you all right over there yeah i'm just fixing my camera so i'm not like because the camera was up here in a corner and then like you were i don't even have you on, I, I didn't even have you on um the screen for a second all i heard was like it was going nuts um there we but go. but um you know, for me, like, you know, while I go through this stuff and everything like that, it's become extremely stressful. Bro, what are you doing? I'm trying to fix the camera. I know. I know. Go ahead. You're good. I'm going to I'm going to mute you while you're doing that. How about that? That'll work. My goodness. It's just I hear it, but I don't see it. Um, So, you know, since God has um, called me into this um, full time creative ministry, um, it's a. Uh, it's I've learned to kind of just step into it, step into like what he has for me. Um, and, you know, it's the 
it's the little things and just like i was just telling y'all the other day you know what i mean um if you're not faithful in the little things then you'll never be faithful in the big things you know what i'm saying and for me when i was getting my hair chopped off and bro i got it here with me it's in the bag yo like oh my yeah I, it's it, like it, it's um it's like i had to keep it like but but yo like this this is my hair like <laughs> um i i uh i when i saw the when I, when I saw the first one, I was like, ah. <laughs> it's so weird because you were sending videos yesterday too from your sister's house, like with your with your hair. Like you, I thought you were getting it braided, and then all of a sudden, a little while later, I see the video on on, on YouTube, like yo, why I cut my hair? I was like, this man did what? <laughs> did, hmm? And then yeah, you cut your hair. I was like, oh, yeah. Um, it was um, it was kind of crazy. Um. It, it it definitely made me cry like no cap my sister didn't see it because i went in her bathroom and said i gotta go poop but i went to go poop and cry so there was that um but for me um yeah that is a yeah maya that is is a lot of hair shorty like i i almost fainted do you know what i'm saying like i like yo yo Oh my god. And then I pulled I pulled one piece up. It was crazy. Like I pulled one piece when it got cut and like I put it to like the, the where my scalp was and I was like ah! what? How, how long did you grow that out before? When was the last time you actually cut it like that? I have been growing my hair since 2015, I think. Yep, 2015. And I um Welcome I, to the show, Josh. Welcome to the show. I um I I I'm 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 devastated, but I feel liberated at the same time. So it's all good. Um, so one of the verses I wanted to get into today that um that kind of like um gave me peace of mind with this. Um, after what my sister said, she said, "Well, it's good to cut things off because when things are poisoned." um you end up poisoning like you know you end up poisoning like the rest of your um the rest, the rest of, of the vine point. the rest of the vine you feel me and yeah. um when i heard that i started crying you know what i mean and then like when she showed me what she had ended up doing i was like oh my god like and i trust my sister with my hair you know what i'm saying like she's done my hair numerous times she probably knows my hair better than me you know what I'm saying? And um, and then when she as she was saying it and she said that my sister, you know, she's um, she, she's evangelical ish as well. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't really rock with the 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 American evangelical space and everything like that. But she has faith and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't even applying scripture when she said this, when she said, you know, you have to cut it off. It's damaged. It's no good um it's not alive anymore you know what i mean um and yeah. when i heard that i heard god i saw god show me um what she was talking about so for those that don't know before i stepped into this full-time creative uh, ministry space um i end up i i've worked many jobs bro 
Um, I I was a barista at one point. I used to do roofing, uh, construction. I worked at Burger King. I managed a 7-Eleven, and I did landscaping. Landscaping, um, there's this thing that you do with landscaping. It's um, it, it's like when you're like trimming bushes and stuff. It's called pruning, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna share my screen real quick, so I can um show you the definition of what pruning means. Da, 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 da. So we about to get about to get into it. This is gonna help y'all. Trust me. Trust me. I mean, I wasn't feeling it at first, but y'all gotta trust me. All right. All right. Do you see what I see, Sean? Nope. You don't? I don't know, but I'm not on the YouTube either, though. Hold on, I got you. And can you see it now? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. So um, the definition of pruning, and I don't know if anybody can see that. Maybe I could blow it up on my end, hopefully. Um, I don't normally. Can y'all see it a little better now? There you go. Okay, cool. Let me zoom in a little bit more. All right, cool. So <clears throat> definition of pruning is it's a it's a it's a verb you know what i'm saying it's a to trim a tree a shrub or a bush by cutting away dead or overgrown branches or stems especially to increase fruitfulness and growth let that sink in your spirit for a second maybe i should read that again um <laughs> to trim by cutting away dead or overgrown branches or stems, especially to increase fruitfulness and growth. And brother, um, my sister ain't never work. Um, my sister ain't never um, worked landscaping a day in her life. Like she, the closest she probably got to landscaping is like probably throwing, throwing, you know, thro spreading mulch. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't have <laughs> she doesn't have too much, and that's not to minimize like the work or anything by any means, but probably like spreading mulch in like um like a flower bed. You know what I'm saying? Um, landscaping, none the least. But you know, pruning the process of pruning. Um, you know, when I used to work landscaping, it's going up, and you're literally like clipping. You're like clipping off the dead ends and everything like that. Um, I don't know if you ever worked landscaping before, Sean, but like you're. Well, you're work with flowers too you nip it in the bud that's literally where the saying comes from is you nip it before it gets the infection or the dead part spreads to the rest of it because it'll kill the whole rest of the plant slowly mm -hmm. and that's what was happening um to a long time for me um and i did not know that you know what i'm saying um and it was really bad um but the thing is, guys, I'm not just talking about my hair in this situation. This applies to my life as well, and how metaphorical. I, it, it it but it, it it impacted me in my life um, because I was just talking to my mom um, about this on Friday. Um, I was telling her because you know we've both been going through the season where we're going through like we're in like this heartbreaking season right now. Um, for me, it's like you know leaving my old church um it's um having a whole group of people those that know my testimony you know you know like my past my criminal record and everything like that um criminal history i i, I try not to my track you know my track record motivates me to smash records like i don't really 
I don't identify myself with the past anymore, bro. But that's all. Um, as well, you a, use it, use it for the future, though. You use it so you because you already know how to communicate with people from the same levels and help pull them forward. I was just talking to my wife about that earlier today. Like, yo, like all the things that I went through and did when I was a little younger. I mean, I, I can't say I don't regret them because obviously they weren't, you know, biblical things. But knowing that now they're exactly what I'm using to help reach out to other people that are going through the same thing. Like, I can't regret it. Like, that's we're using it as tools to move forward and help the kingdom move forward. Mm -hmm. And for me, you know, it became pretty heartbreaking um, because I'm going to beat you for a second because it sounds like Megatron's talking in the background. Uh, but it became a thing for me um, when people started to um, use my past like against me and pretty much to demonize who I am today. You know what I mean? I've made, you know, I've, I, I used to be, um, I, for those that I'm just repeat, if you're new to my channel, by the way, if you're new to my channel, my name is Kid Casper. I'm a full-time creative, um, full-time creative Christian raptivist. Um, clothing apparel owner, executive producer, and owner of T-Telestai Incorporated, which is my new network um, that I'm working on. And, you know, I gave my testimony about maybe two months ago. And for me, it was freeing to kind of share it because, you know, I'm not so much like kind of like you, um, Sean. It's like, you know, I don't go away of hiding it. But if somebody wants me to tell my story, then I'll tell my story. Um, but anyway... You know, a couple months ago, back in September, my past had gotten leaked um, with this team I used to do activism with and everything. And pretty much everybody turned their back on me. Um, instead of slowing the bleeding down, they, you know, they've, you know, people that used to say my name in the highest of ways um, started throwing dirt on my name. And, you know, it, it was heartbreaking for me. It's still heartbreaking, honestly. I was just telling my mom on friday because you know i you know, i y'all you know me sean even the little bit of time like you know me bro i love the love bro like i'm very intentional about like my bonds in my life yep. you know what i'm saying that's just that's just me that's just how god built me and everything man um and you know i really i really honor i really honor like my relationships you know what i mean i divinity for me is divine mentorship relationship accountability stewardship um that that I'm I'm big on that. You feel me? You don't even gotta be a Christian for me to have divinity with you. It's because of the fact that I love you, and if I welcome you into my life, you know, I my goal is to pour into you, lift you up, correct you, direct you. Um, at the same time, you know, I want the same for me. Um, so I was just telling, um, you know, I'll hold off on that a little bit to kind of connect it. But one of the verses I wanted to bring in is um. Make sure I got the right verse up. I think it's, I want to say it's um, First John, if I'm not mistaken. It might be First John. Hold on real quick. Give me a second, guys. First off, how, how are y'all doing today? Let me um, talk to y'all a little bit in the comment section. Where are y'all watching this from? How are y'all doing? Um, if, you, if, you, if you haven't already, give this video a thumbs up. Share it with some people because, like I said, I feel like this would be really, really good for some people. Um... And Sean, you know what? If you might have some verses to kind of go with the theme of this, you can plug them in too. Um, one of the, but one of the verses I have um, is um, talking about pruning is um, John um, fifteen two. So I'll pull that up on my screen. One second, let me get myself situated. 
All right. Let me know if you guys can see what I'm doing. All right, Maya, that's what's up. I'm happy you're doing good. I'm happy you're doing good, Auntie. That's what's up. Um, share screen. Home tab. Can y'all see what I see? Let me see. Can y'all see what I see? Sean, can you see what I see on your end at least? Yes, sir. All right, cool. Let me see if I can blow this up a little bit. Okay, I'll just keep it like that then. Okay, so let me go back to the page. Boom, 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 boom. Abiding and pruning. Christians draw their life from Christ the same way a branch. Hold on, let me pause. I don't know what it is with your with your end. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is with your end, uh, Shawnee. I'm thinking you got Megatron in the studio over there or something. Uh, abiding, I think it's my dryer. Maybe. <laughs> Um, abiding and pruning Christians draw their life from Christ the same way a branch draws its life from the main stem of a grapevine. Jesus made the simple comparison that a person who is not ununited to him is like a branch that has been cut off of the vine. The branch quickly withers. It has no life of its own, but only lives in relationship to the vine. And I think it's John bringing the verses i think it's john 15 2 i said yep john 15, 2. let me just stop sharing this screen real quick and then i'll bring in another screen because i have different tabs open and everything like that one sec here we go and add this to the stream i need an intern to do all this um, <laughs> um, John 15, two, let me zoom in a little bit. John 15, two, he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. That's so that it will be even more fruitful. And, you know, that's what um, came to mind when I was. Um, before I decided to cut my hair, um, because for me, it was symbolism for other things I need to prune out of my life. Um, and it's like it's little stuff that if I'm choosing not to prune these out of my life or leave them at the foot of God, I realize that it's idolatry. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know what your thoughts were on that, Brother Sean, if you had any thoughts about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Honestly, I was, I think of Matthew 532, because um, it's, it's a verse that talks about cutting off your hand. And it doesn't mean to literally cut off your hand, people, because it says right afterwards, it's better to lose a member than it is to lose the whole body. Of Christ, but it's literally saying like if there's something that's dead about you, or, um, like or even you know some people that you surround yourself with that you know no matter how hard you try you know to bring the gospel to them that they're legitimately just dragging you know life out of you or just not good for you then why would you continue to do you mean hang around with someone mm. like that? You know why would you continue to do that? Like you wouldn't. You I mean and I'm not saying like there's certain types of people to avoid or anything. What I'm saying is every one of us has had someone toxic in their life. Whether it was a family member or a friend that you thought, you know, really wasn't a friend, something like that. So it's 
there's a lot of things like, man, a haircut, like, and, and you know, like I, I love my hair, which is one of the reasons my wife wants me to cut it so bad, but like, I love it. So I haven't, but there are simple things like a haircut. Think about that. Like a haircut, bro. Like, and you're thinking about, okay, like, like you start thinking about your salvation because when it's biblical, like, and there's something that's biblically based like that, it applies to everything in life, right? Mm -hmm. It applies to everything, whether it's your haircut, whether it's, you know, like someone asked, how come the branches get cut off without fruit? I just saw it with, with how come branches without fruit get cut off and the other ones get pruned, I guess. And to answer that, just from a little bit of landscaping background is if the whole branch is dead, then you cut the whole branch off. It's not, it's not going to bear anything. The whole branch is, is gone. But you prune the branch that has fruit on it because when you pick the fruit off, parts of it start to die. You prune those parts off so that it will regrow and continue to bear fruit. Just to throw that out there. Yeah. Essentially, and um, whoa, that sounded you had the T Pain auto tune on that. <laughs> um, essentially, um, and oh, thank you, by the way. I, I just started streaming on Twitch about last week. Thank you, um, Keylam007. Thank you for being here today. Um, but the reason why, um, in my, and I'll give my two cents on it. How come branches without fruit get cut off? Um, because they're one, not bearing anything, which means that the branch itself is as my brother, Sean was describing it. Um, it drain, it's sucking life out of the tree, but it cannot hold life because it itself is dead, but it can still rob the life out of this tree. So in this case, you know, for me, this is a moment of transparency for me where I realized that the idols are not, I have to be reminded, I had to be reminded yesterday that idols are not just people. Idols are not just activities. Idols are not just beverages and drinks and beverages and drinks, uh, well, food and beverages, whatever. Um, but idols can be anything you will not put down at the foot of God. You know what I'm saying? And for me, um, you know, I, um, I, I'm, like I said, I'm one of those people, like, I love too hard, I would say. Um, I definitely like, you know, it breaks my heart when people tell me like they gotta go pretty much. Like it, it's, it's just a heartbreaking thing for me. Um, and you know, one of the things that I've been going through is like, I've been missing my old team. I've been missing like people I used to hit the streets with um, because they essentially became family. Like we spent every weekend together. We spent almost every other day together. Even when we weren't doing activism, we were just hanging out. Um, you know, I was, I built real bonds with these people. And um, you know, when, when I got blasted on the internet and everything, um, they didn't even like want to hear me out. Like they let what the paper says about me define me. You know what I mean? And um, it was hard. It, it still it still is hard because there's sometimes that something will come up and it'll remind me of like somebody from my old team, and it's like it 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 it's it, it's painful. Um, but the weird thing. The weird thing is, is um, and this all kind of ties into even like what um, I don't know if you watch Southside Rabbi by chance, Sean. Um, you have you seen? Did you see the one with Tadashi by chance? I got. I, I was I was muting me so you can talk. 
Yeah, actually, they, they, they just posted that either a couple days ago or just watched it a couple days ago, one or two. But no, it was, it's listen, KB Southside Rabbi, I'll be honest, is one of like it's one of those shows you watch if you if you want to talk about something and then they're going to be honest about it, whether you like the opinion or not. Like they're just going to be I mean, sound about it. So it's I think you could tag that in this when you're done. And that way, you know, you promote them on your page or promote you on their page. It's a good way to do that, too. So for me, um, you know, I was I was watching this days ago um, and it was about it was that it was about Tadashi when he was talking about when he lost his son. You know what I'm saying? And he described losing a loved one as if it's like losing a limb. You know what I mean? It's like losing an arm. Like you you still got your body, but you lost that arm. And that's not me saying that God, that don't get anybody, I don't want anybody to get this twisted. I'm not saying God um, cut his son out of his life so, you know, he as a father can grow as a better person. No, that's not at all what I'm saying. So I want to be very clear on that. Um, but for me, when he said that it, it's like losing a limb, I realized that not only did I lose limbs, but then I'm holding on to some limbs that I did not cut off yet. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. And it, 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 boy, it floored me. I mean, I, I was like. God, you don't gotta come from my neck, yo. I'm already cutting my eye. Like you, you want me to cut my hair? Fine, but like you don't gotta come from my neck too, yo. My goodness. Sometimes wow. when he talks to you, you're looking at him like, yo, you ain't you didn't have to come at me like that. You could have just like told me, like you didn't have to yell yeah, at me. Like, come on now. But but the but the thing is though, is like we're stubborn as a people talking about Christians because it's in his word what to do already. The fact that he has to get out of his chair and remind us is grace in itself because he could just get sick of us and just say, you know what, I'm cut you going to be the branch that gets cut off next. You know what I'm saying? So there's grace and love in that with love comes correction. Um, and for me, um, I'll have to find this uh, other Bible verse. I didn't have planned, but I, like I said, I, this is all spontaneous. I didn't really put too much playing into this, but um, it, um, I think it's in the book of John. I think it's, um, I'm trying to remember what that Bible verse is. Um, it talks about um, if they left us, um, then they were never really amongst us. I think that's Book of John. If they left us, just so I can apply scripture, and you know, because I like I said, I want this to be fruitful, and I want some people to um, benefit from this. Um, Sean, I don't know. John two nineteen. John two nineteen. All right, cool. I'm gonna type that in. Um, did you want to um, kind of share your thoughts a little bit on what I'm kind of talking about while I'm pulling this verse up, bro? No, because my dryer is going on in the back and it's making too much noise. Um, no, I think that that a lot of times we we like to really dwell on the things that like our shortcomings or even like, unfortunately, like you and I have been in kind of the same position where you feel like everyone left. Like you didn't feel like it had happened. You know I mean, like whether it was because of your past mistakes or, you know, whether you deserved it or not, it happened. And sometimes we want a reason for that. And it's kind of like when you look in the Bible, we want an answer for everything. But the Bible doesn't give you an answer for everything. It doesn't. It, and when it does give you those answers, sometimes you, they're individual, right? Like salvation is individual. Some people are convicted. They can never drink. Some people can have alcohol in their house. They're both going to end up in heaven. Do you know what I mean? Like salvation is individual. So I think sometimes we gotta we have to remember that although it sucks and there's not always a reason for it, there is a plan for it. Some way, shape or form, it's going to be 
God's plan is for us to be fruitful. Sometimes he has to cut off things that we don't want him to cut off for us to be fruitful. And a lot of times that's people. Sometimes that's TV shows. Bro, I used to love there's Criminal Minds. I watched every episode of Criminal Minds for like seven years straight. And then it got to the point where like I have three kids now. One's 10 years old. Like I don't like my and I'm, I'm I grew up in the time where you could go play outside and run around the neighborhood for five hours. And your parents didn't wonder where you were because so, a, if you did something wrong, somebody else in the neighborhood was going to beat you anyways. And they were going to send you home. So, but now I don't like my kids going down the street because I've watched too many criminal minds and I think a kid gets kidnapped every day in the neighborhood. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I had to cut myself off from that. And it's, it sounds dumb. It's something like that. Like, but it's one of the simple little things that like, if it can pull me away from God, I have to be aware of that. And sometimes we're not. So he takes things from us. And I'm not, obviously I'm not tying that into to like Tadashi's son or anything like that. Cause I know there's somebody crazy probably going to say that. I'm just saying in, in some things like you having to get a haircut or do you mean like you having to separate you know yourself from certain groups of people like it's painful but it doesn't mean that it's not necessary and it doesn't mean that in some way shape or form he isn't going to use it for his glory if you're willing to jimmy and kind of understand that and move in that direction as well yeah man it's um i just found the verse so you said it was john two, and i pulled it up just to make sure you said john 219 if i'm not mistaken um all right so i'm about to pull it in Wait, my bad. First John two nineteen. I just realized there's a one in front of John. And I can't. Now you're good. I I I figured it out, brother. I figured it out. Um. So let me. Okay. So, all right. So let me. So I'll pull it up on my screen so I can see it better. Um. First John two nineteen NIV version. Um. And I'll you know for those this is gonna be on audio version too. So if you need to pause to pull it up on your page or on your phone real quick, go ahead and do that. Um. But first John 219, um, they went out from us, but they didn't they went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But they're going show that none of them belong to us. Um for me, you know, it was really hard to stomach losing these people. Because I thought, like, God gave them to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not to, to say, like, people are possessions, but, you know, I thought, like, I'm like, God, why would you bless me with these people and then allow them to leave? You know what I mean? Forget the circumstances. Like, why would you allow them to leave regardless? And, you know, I realized that, you know, I think it's the book of Genesis um when when um isaac was oh man auntie maya just hopped in she said it's getting good <laughs> she says get good i got to chime in on this um but i think it's in the book of genesis i don't think people really realize this when you're reading the book of genesis hold up real quick can maya can you take that hat off please until after y'all lose to syracuse tonight can just take the hat off please no it's nah, my good luck charm got wild <laughs> But um, I wanted I don't think anybody ever noticed this in the book of Genesis. Um, you know, when um, Abraham went, had to sacrifice his son, um, he had two of his, I guess, like servants, men that submitted to him. They were walking up to him to the mountain, but they did not go all the way up the mountain with Abraham. Mm -hmm. And what God showed me when they did that is that you know people are only supposed to go so far with you in this journey in your assignment you know what i mean they're literally only supposed to accompany you to a certain checkpoint in your assignment i don't know what you guys thoughts were on that 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember who said this in my life, but someone said this to me one day. There, some people come for a reason, and some people come for a season. Yep. And something that I've had to learn is seasons aren't forever. When we're in suffering, it feels like it's forever. When things are good, if we want those seasons to last, but whether we're in a season of suffering or a season of prospering, we have to learn that when it's time to move, we got to move because ultimately God understands and he knows what is best for us. And something that I've been cognizant of in this season of my life is that sometimes we can mistake the feeling of loneliness for what God is really doing, which is sequestering us, separating us and preparing us for you better talk. the next season that he has called us to. And sometimes we feel a way towards God for sequestering us, not understanding that it's for God's glory and for our benefit. And that's mm-hmm. something that I'm learning to just say, okay, God, you know what? I thought in 2020 was an interesting year in that I really understood who were the real ones in my life. You know, mm-hmm. God really God and I he answered my prayer. I prayed like, God, show me who the real people are in my life. I didn't know he was going to do it in a way that I was really going to feel the sting months and months after. Oh, but I felt it. And but I'm so glad that he showed me because now going into these next years of my life, I have a better picture of who I can trust and lean on and go to for godly wisdom and guidance, even when I'm in my feelings and want to lean on my own understanding. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the it's the it's the not understanding why God is doing this. Um, when it looks good, when I, when everything looked good, you know what I mean. Like for me, you know, going back to my hair, equate, it looked fine. My hair looked perfectly fine to me. Like and kind of like like I had to put it in a baggie, yo. I had to like just. <laughs> Oh my god, yo. Like uh I mm, but you know, it's not until you look in, you take you zoom in a little bit and you like, hmm, this ain't really take the time to look at it. This really ain't healthy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It it has the appearance of fruitfulness, but it, it 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 it's um it's um it's 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 you now needing to separate goat from sheep. That could be people, that could be activities, that can be um that could be your lifestyle, that could be food you're eating, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. I never I don't know if I've ever had sheep before. I've had goat plenty of times. Curry goat be slapping, <laughs> but that's besides the point. Um, but for me, you know, when when you don't understand why God is telling you to move, but it's time to move, you end up doing more damage to yourself. And then the deadness and the rot and the rotting to seep through and damaging your fruitfulness. Um, 
we were just man when i'm telling you it's i didn't know i was going to be here right now today um tyler if you want tyler we having bible study right now you want to hop in boy hop in um <laughs> but if you wanted to um if you wanted to um think about even we were just talking about this the other night and literally i did not plan to be here today guys i i told y'all like late last night i was like hey i'm doing a live stream i feel like this is really important to talk about um mm -hmm. but i was talking about with you guys you know when god told the jews to leave egypt you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um and that's all they knew that was home to them you know what i mean that was love to them that they they loved it because it looked like something that they were comfortable with they're like god this is all i know mm -hmm. how could you tell me to desert something that was that is home to me mm -hmm. is home it is love it's um book of matthew says where man sources um his treasure his heart will follow they were like why would you ask me to leave something that i see forget the word treasure i see value in you know what i'm saying and and then when and then when you go you know let the book of exodus continue um mm -hmm. the jews end up becoming enslaved in the very area in which that they sought comfort in they sought salvation in and how many times in our lives when it's time to move it's time to get up it's time to take up your mat and you only get more crippled and crippled and crippled so then when it's time to get up it feels like it's impossible you know what I'm saying? Because you lost so much. You lost so much time. You lost so much muscle memory. Going back to the man, um, man that took up his mat. You know, you lost. You feel like you lost control. You know what I'm saying? Like he, that man lost control of his limbs, essentially. He was crippled. He was paralyzed, essentially. Well, at least he felt like it was paralyzing. The thought of moving was paralyzing. Um, I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on that. Like I said, mm -hmm. and I didn't, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm picking up, I'm pulling scriptures out of my heart as I'm talking, but if y'all want to apply some to this, go ahead. I think it all, it boils down to a lot of things. One of the things is faith. You know, I'm looking at Hebrews 11, the first, uh, the 11th chapter, first verse which that whole chapter always convicts me no matter how many times said I said Hebrews 11 um yeah first chapter yeah Hebrews. uh Hebrews chapter 11 first verse um and I'm reading in the ESV um okay I'll I'll, I'll even translate the ESV for you auntie I got you so I got you now, now faith is the assurance of the things hoped for the conviction of things not seen for by it, the people of old received their condemnation. But by faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what was not made out of things that were visible. So for me, because we live in a world where seeing is believing. Talk, girl. <laughs> Talk. When you come into the faith, it's this continuous dying of self and having to unlearn and surrender mm. that belief that you have to see it um, in the natural first before you grab hold to what God has spoken to you. Mm. And oftentimes I am most convicted when God tells me or shows me something and because it does not fit what I think is practical, 
Mm. Uh, yeah, because it does not fit what I think is practical or it does not fit what I think is comfortable. I end up saying, okay, that's my flesh. That's not God. God wouldn't tell me to be, to step out of my comfort zone. That That's mm. not God. He wants me to have peace. But we end up mistaking peace and comfortability when really peace is all about obedience. Mm. We can be uncomfortable and be at peace because we were obedient. Whereas we can be uncomfortable and have no peace because we were disobedient. So that is something that I'm learning that obedience really is better than sacrifice and that even though time after time, God has proven himself to be faithful. Even when I freaked out, I still go back and I'm like, Lord, I'm, oh, Lord, I'm sorry. I freaked out again. I know you did it six months ago. I know you went away six months ago in that situation, mm. but mm. I, I have to remind myself. And I think that's mm. important. So God has been coaching me and reminding me to kind of write down the things that he's done for me so that I have a personal record, kind of like in the Old Testament, whenever God would do something, uh, the leaders of the children of Israel would set up an altar for that place. Like Jacob set up Bethel, you know, and, and there were plenty of times where something monumental happened and they built the altar and they offered a sacrifice because they wanted to commemorate and remember what God did, that's what where the, the feast, the tabernacles and the different uh, feasts for Jewish culture came from because they wanted to honor and commemorate what God did. And I think as Christians, we can take from that and realize that it's important that we remember what God has done for us for a reason. We might not have been in physical Egypt, but we were in an Egypt. We mm. were in bondage and enslaved to our sin and to our wicked ways. And there's things as Christians that we still need to be delivered from. But if we take time to remember the fact that he brought us out before and he can do it again, how much more are we likely to lean on his understanding instead of asking him to bring us back to Egypt? Because we forgot mm. why we why we left in the first place, you know? <laughs> And we we try to reason with God, kind of like what Abraham did with Lot. He was like, um, "Well, you know what? They're, they can't that Sodom can't all be evil." And he's like, "All right, I'll tell you what. If there's a thousand good people there, then I'll spare Sodom. Okay, mm -hmm. if there's about a hundred people good there, I'll spare Sodom. All right, yeah. if there's about ten people there, I'll spare Sodom." And then he was like, you know what, nigga, you need to just go tell your cousin to leave Sodom, right? Like, he need to go. It's the, it ain't no good. I'm about to put that thing up in flame, shorty. Like, it, it, it ain't no good. And I think right. what we end up trying to do is mm -hmm. because we think that the flames are gone. Mm -hmm. And we think that, that the turbulence is gone and that the hurdles that we, the hurdles that we got over or got through or fell over that we can look back from where he came from, as if there weren't hurdles back there. Oof. Like, why would you go back? Why would you go backwards in this course? Oof. There were the, those are we going backwards is just lining those hurdles back up again in that same Oof. order, sometimes in a different order, but they're still the same hurdles. I keep trying to find a verse in the Bible where it says, once you're saved, your life is simple and easy. 
right? Because we keep wanting to go back <laughs> to the things that are comfortable or the things that we know. So like, yeah, God, you need to take me back to last year when I had that nicer car or when this was going on or when I ain't have this problem. Do you mean it's like, no, like. I was, uh, oh, he mirrored himself. New to myself. You can't have a relationship with Jesus without sacrifice, like it or not, because we're born into a sinful world. We're raised like, hey, you can, I don't know how you guys feel like I believe there's children in heaven, obviously. But like as a four year old, you don't really technically have a like a, a choice to have a relationship with Jesus. Right. Like you're a child, like as an adult, though, you do like you have to learn and, and grow into these things to become who you are as an adult. Like we're all going to go through trials and tribulations. We're going to fall off our bikes. We're going to go go through things like that. But I think that we forget that that's necessary daily. He says, pick up your cross daily, not once a week, not every once in a while, not, you know, every couple of days daily, pick up your cross and come with me. And there's going to be sacrifices. And we, in an, an American white Christianity, we think that when things aren't comfortable for us, then we're faith isn't strong enough, or we must not go to church enough, or we're not given enough to the organizations or, the, you know, that we're supposed to be given to when really what it comes down to is that, if you're being tested every day, if you have if you're having something thrown in your way that's trying to be a roadblock to you, it's because you're fruitful. It's because you're trying. And don't get me wrong, I'm not the person that goes, oh, if you're per being persecuted, then you must be doing something right. Like everyone's persecuted in some way. But like if you're really being fruitful for Jesus and pushing that message forward and 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 you know, like like the fruits of the spirit are showing, of course you're gonna have Satan or something in this world pushing back on that. Like we have to learn to accept that and then like. Like Maya said, we need to learn to appreciate the things he does for us and appreciate what he does when we're in our lowest moments and we don't – sometimes we don't even realize he's still there holding our hand. We have to be able to look back and go, wow, okay, my life was could have been this much more worse, but it's not because he was there with me. And and and, and these – I could – listen, there's, there's a lot of horrible things that have happened to me in life, but I can look back at every single one of them now. And as an almost 40-year-old adult father of three, I can tell you that every single one of those things – has an effect on my life today in a good way. Do you know what I mean like in a way that makes me, you know, like either, you know, impress the spirit on my kids more or do you mean should be more able to show it to people that I don't understand as much just because I've been in the other shoe before. So I think we have to remember that sacrifice is necessary. It's not just, you know, something we choose whether or not we get to do. It is necessary and it's part of growth. I think, um, I think another thing is, um, and I think we don't think about it this way, but think about when slavery was abolished, right? <laughs> Meaning like you didn't have to stay on the plantation anymore. You know, there was actually masters, though they were told to free your slaves. They actually, if you guys would like to stay, you're welcome to it. We got apples for y'all. Sorry we killed your cousins and your, your sons and your daughters and your fathers and your mothers, but we got apples and you're welcome to stay if you want. That's why when people that went, that stayed, that stayed with their former masters in a location where they went through the hardest season of their lives, look crazy to the outside folks, especially the ones that left. They like, um, nigga, do you not just remember last week? Like <laughs> with this dude, he was just talking to us, called us everything but a child of God. He, matter of fact, he beat us called us the devil, and then went to do his devotions. And this isn't me trying to get on my blackness real quick. Well, you got to think, man, when, when, hmm, there's no reason 
to attach your home address to the place that you were once in bondage at. You know what I'm saying? Say that. <laughs> There's no point to change your home address in the location in which you were once in bondage at. Because that is not your home. Because if it was your home, God wouldn't have told you to leave. It was your home for that season. And it is a reason that you are now not there anymore. And, and I think sometimes we hold on to things that are dead because they look nice and they, 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 they give off the, they give off the perception of success or fruitfulness or happiness or joy, which is everlasting, but it's vain. It's dead. It, it sucks the life out of you and it doesn't produce any fruit, which is why And Tyler. Yeah. I'm going to show you my big old bag of hair. Why I had to cut my hair. Cause this was, just it, it was no point in keeping it around yo and when i told y'all before like i look funny i look like cashew off of the proud family proud family movie with no with no hair yo i'm not i don't love myself i i really don't want it be like that i'm telling y'all i've been bald before i didn't love it i had barely left the house i was like et running around with a blanket they thought your boy switched religions like i was <laughs> uh yeah no i i relate to that because I remember in high school, I used to have really long hair down to my shoulders. I used to have a big afro. I used to get braids all the time. And I remember um, when I finally cut it all off, man, that was heartbreaking. I'll tell you, like, I felt like a piece of my soul just got took from me. I was like, ah, it hurt, you know? But back then since i was young i didn't really know how to take care of my hair so it's like yeah we gotta chop this off because your hair is beyond damaged so i finally did it but it's funny because since then i haven't fully been able to grow my hair back and i don't know why um but it, you know i've gone through stages where i've let it grow and then i'll shave it completely bald and then i'll grow it back again because my hair grows back really fast like really fast. So it's like, it doesn't take long for my hair to grow back. But I don't know, it's something about cutting all your hair off that you just, you feel like a different person. I don't know how to explain it. Like I, I've, I've seen in my walk with God, I've gone through seasons of hardship and I'll cut my hair when I get out of that hardship as, as like a, a symbol of change. And I don't know how, to, how that like really relates to the Bible, but it's like, I think was wasn't there wasn't there something in the Bible about Paul cutting his hair because God told him to or something? Someone in the Bible. I don't know if it was Paul, but uh, yeah, it's something about cutting your hair, bro. It's it's crazy. It's it's a crazy experience, man. You know what I heard in my spirit when you said that, brother, is and you said you after you cut your hair because it was so damaged, um, and you said it never came back to the same length, um. It will never look like what you once had. You know what I mean? It'll never look like you. I'm, I'm actually kind of happy my my is muted because I know she's about to shout. Um, but it'll never look like what you once had. But it will be fruitful. It will be in the shape God wants it to be, and it will it will it will draw from the life from you instead of it drawing the life from you and not being fruitful. 
So though your hair, and I'm take, taking this to the to your walk, though your 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 walk will not look like how it began in your present. But the gift in the present moment is it doesn't, it's not supposed to look like what it once did. But because it's how God wants it to be ordained and ordered right now, it does it may not look better to you, but it is better and it is more fruitful for you right now. Your this period in your life, present moment, where you are more fruitful now than you were from the things that 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 were taken away from you from previous from previous times. So um my over there trying to be good i see her over there you look like you got a revelation you look like you got a word over there auntie come on um yeah so i was reading in first thessalonians chapter five the other day in the amplified just so you know um and something stuck out to me and it's like Verse 23, and it said, now what's the verse again so I can pull it up? What's the verse again so I can pull it up for the viewers? Verse 23 through I mean um um chap um book and chapter and verse, please. Oh, the full address, sorry. First Thessalonians <laughs> chapter five. <laughs> first first Tatiana, and what was the chapter and verse? <laughs> five twenty-three. Five twenty-three. I know I'm 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 trifling today. Um, let me, um, and you said amplified my sister. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll apply. This is why I need an intern to do all this, man. This is either an intern or a girlfriend. We'll talk about that next week. Um, <laughs> um, shut up. <laughs> um, and I'll, whenever you're ready, Maya, let me add this screen in real quick. And dun, 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 dun. I appreciate y'all being patient that are watching this. Like I said, this was not planned at all, but I, I guarantee you will benefit from this. So go ahead, Maya, and read that for us. So I'm going to read this, and it and it and it kind of ties in together what we were talking about so far. Why is it still in English? I said amplified. Amplify it. Oh, that's <laughs> why you wanted to amplify. It got that that it got that soy sauce on it. Hold yeah. on. It's got its own sauce. <laughs> now may the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through that is separate you from profane and vulgar things, make you pure and holy, undamaged, consecrated mm. to him, set apart for his purpose, and may your spirit, soul, and body be kept complete, be found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful and absolutely trustworthy is he who is calling you to himself for your salvation for your salvation. And he will do it. He will fulfill his calling by making you holy, guarding you, watching over you, and protecting you as his own. Mm. And I wanted to read that because sometimes when we go through the pruning, as you were talking about earlier. It's painful and we we don't necessarily see mm. an end in sight. Like 2020, it was something that we felt like would never end. Quarantine mm. felt like it was never ending. But as Christians, we have hope that the the trials by fire and the circumstances of this life that we go through 
are for a reason. They serve mm. a purpose. We're being purified. We're being set apart. But more importantly, we are being made more and more into his likeness. And that's not always comfortable because Christ likeness is contradictory to culture likeness. If you want to be cool, if you want to be fly and, and do everything necessarily like the culture, that's fine. But if you want to be Christ-like, it's going to cost you all of that in a bag of chips. <laughs> you know? Say and, that. <laughs> and so something that I feel like to say is that we can have peace in being called outside of our comfort zone because we know it's more than the fact that it's about us. It's about Christ and him using what he's placed in us for the bigger picture and understanding mm. that even the smallest decisions that we make can be used not, not just for his glory, but they have an impact on the integrity of our lives and those mm. around us. Mm. Tyler, you got anything, brother? Yeah, um, actually, God put this scripture on my heart. I don't know if you want to bring it up, Casper, but it's uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17, which is one of my favorite scriptures, personally. You said 2 Corinthians 5.17, brother? Yes, sir. Uh, what is it a certain translation you want, or you just just give it to you? Um, I have the uh, HCB, the Holman um, Standard Bible Study Bible. Second Corinthians five. Wait, can we see how big that Bible is, real quick? Oh yeah, that's a Bible. Everyone needs to have one of those. That's a Bible right there. Yes, Grandma sir. used to hit me with that all the time. Just saying. <laughs> What was, the ver what was the verses again, brother? 517. 517. Hold on. Let me pull it up real quick. Once again, thank you guys for watching this and being patient at this time. Um, and you, did, would you like your translation or you want to stick with Auntie Maya got with the with the she could do you can stick with that. That's fine. All right, that's cool. Um, well, I get the you know what, because you because you're good news, Tyler. I'm gonna bring in the good news version. Can I do that for uh -huh. you? Do that, do that. <laughs> good news translation for my boy, good news, Tyler. I'll do that. Yeah. She yeah, said, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and you said 5.17? 5.17. All right, I got you. Let me um share that joint real quick. Okay. Okay. All right, can you see what I see, hopefully? Uh, yeah. Yep. All right, cool. Go ahead okay. and read my brother. So I'll just read it off the screen. It says... Anyone who is joined to Christ is being is is a new being. The old is gone, the new has come. So that's one of my favorite scriptures because it's just it's just a reminder of God's grace that He has took us from who we used to be. Which, if you were anything like me, I was just so totally, as Casper likes to say, trifling. You know, I was totally just out there wilding and doing my thing. You know. And God picked me 
you know, and what he was out of the you was out of the 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 book of trifolation 1738. I'm telling you, like yeah. it, was, it was it was bad for your boy. Like, <laughs> oh, that. yeah. And it's like, you, you know what? What's a good example that I've heard? It's like, OK, you take a, a basketball team, right? Like in high school, you know, what I mean, you and your boys go on the court. You have two captains of, of a team and they're picking their players like, oh, I want him. I want him. Right. And they go for the best players. Oh, I know he can shoot. I know that he can defend. I know that he can block. I know that he can do this. He can do that, right? And they pick the best people to be on their team because they want to win the game. God did the opposite. He chose the you worst. Talk. The worst. <laughs> he, he picked the, the, the kid that can't shoot. He picked the kid who can't run. He picked the kid who cannot block. He picked the short kid. Like, he picked all that on his team. And he said, I want you to be on my team. I know you can't shoot, but, hey, I'm going to mm. work with you. I'm I'm, 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 I'm going to build you up into a Kobe. I'm going to build you up into a Michael Jordan. I'm going to build you up into a LeBron. He, he chose us to build us up into the best person we can possibly be. And when I think about that, brother, I'm like, oh, my gosh, God, why would you choose me? And he's like, my grace is sufficient for you, my son. And I'm like, oh, Lord, Lord, oh, my gosh. I get emotional when I think about it, bro. But it's like, man, to think about God and how he just chose me in my dirt, man. He just chose me and, and knowing I was not a good person, man. And, oh, my gosh, bro, I'm getting emotional right now. But... Man, it's it's crazy, brother. And and when I just think about who he's made me to be, man, oh my gosh, bro. Like I just it helps me to have grace upon people. It helps me to see people not for who they are right now, but for who God can make them to be. And I'm just like, God, like, I know you have plans for this person, like, like, oh, you know what I mean? And all I could do is be the best example I could be and love on people. That's all I can really do. But, man, like, to think about Jesus who went to the cross and suffered for our sin, became sin so that we could become righteousness, man. It's like, oh, my gosh, like, Jesus, you're so good, man. And God, you're so good. Like, and I'm not, and but you still want me. And it's like, oh, my gosh, bro. But I just wanted to share that. I just wanted to share that, man. I'm waiting for Maya to hit her laptop one of these times or hit the computer and watch this everything just move. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be just going to bow. Yep, there it is. That's it. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. That Tyler, you preaching. You preaching, sir. You preaching. It reminds me of that song by, um, do y'all know who Jay Moss is? Vaguely. So he's a, he has this he's a gospel singer. He has the song and it's called Good and Bad. And it goes, You love me through my good, and you love me through my bad. I said you love me through my good, and you love me through my bad. And you didn't erase my future. Because of my past, I'm so glad you loved me through my good and my bad. And then it goes on to say, 
you keep on loving me. You keep right on loving me. And as Tyler was giving part of his testimony, that's all I could think about because he loves us through our good and our bad. And we're not damaged goods to him. You see what I'm saying? He he takes the unredeemable uh -huh, and, and, he, and he purposes us because we were already purposed. What happened was sin got in the mix. But he he takes us and he and he makes us over and he works us over and he molds us into his likeness. And sometimes we get frustrated because we think it's an overnight process. But no, that's not if 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 it was an overnight process, he wouldn't have needed to send the comforter, which is Holy Spirit. But because he knows it's a journey and it's a process of, of perfecting that he does, he walks with us he walks with us he talks with us he carries us through this journey so we don't have to go go it alone that's why i'm so glad that when we make mistakes when we fall by the wayside he's there to not only bring us back in but show us how to get back right as as lecrae would say do you think you know, that's that one of the reasons that we judge other christians so harshly is because we really just judge ourselves because we can't just understand why God would love us. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, well, you're doing this, this, and this wrong. Because it's hard to just look, and I'm trying not to get emotional. It's hard to be like, yo, like, why would you love me? Why would you want anything to do with me? So instead of, you know, being honest and putting that on yourself, sometimes you, you want to, we want to reflect that on other Christians, which is one of the reasons that we have such a, I don't know, just when you were, when you were saying that, Maya, I kept thinking like, man, we, we judge ourselves so much, but the way we, the way we put it out there is we're judging everyone else when really, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just so hard to understand why, like, why God would love any of us. Like, I, because, like realistically, let alone all the people he does, right? And in the Bible, it says he loves all nations, right? He loves all people. Even the people that, like, like, you think about it, Paul, right? The most, the most published author in the Bible, like the most, you know, the most letters were written by Paul. He was killing and persecuting people that were that followed Jesus, right? Like, he was out there trying to halt Jesus before it even got spread. He was like, nah, nah, this ain't happening. And God chose him. Even the apostles even rejected him at first. Like, now nah, I don't know about this dude. He was out killing us. Like, think about that. If he can use Paul, he can use any of us. And we need to, I guess, you know, kind of accept that every day. That listen, I'm I'm broken, but I know it's for some reason he loves me. I, and one day we'll figure out why. But he had to cut branches off of Paul. Yep. He had to. Yeah. He had to prune. He had to prune Paul. You know what I'm saying? Paul saw himself as 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 this mighty warrior. He said, "Yeah, you're gonna be a mighty warrior, but not over here." Clip, um, you gonna <clears throat> you gonna be doing you gonna be doing mighty things. You do mighty mighty things, but not in that name. In my name, Clip. Like, there's so many times that God will cut things off of us and cut us out of the picture of certain dreams that we have in our head. That's not His dream, and sometimes. We got to recognize that anything that is not God's dream to us, talking about people that submit to the lifestyle, is a nightmare to him because he doesn't want you in this in this scene. He wants you in this scene. You better stop, Maya. Calm down. He doesn't want you in this scene of the movie. You are the actor in the role in this movie. You know what I'm saying? And for me, um, reason why yesterday was so hard because it reminded me of how many idols I have in my life still. And, it, and, and like I said, an idol can be, it can be a person, place, a thing, a food item, a drink, all that. And um, I was just telling my mom and she's why I think she's watching this right now, or at least she'll watch the playback. You know, some of y'all know like what um, me and my mom have been going through. Um, we've been going through a lot. Um, it's been, you know, it, this work isn't easy. It's not meant to be easy. 
Um, but, you know, my mom went through one of the most heartbreaking seasons and still is kind of in it. She's still in the grieving process, but she has to recognize for her. And I think she knows that now that she recognizes for her to grow. She's got to cut some ties, you know what I mean? And, you know, at one point she told me with like this person and I'm not trying to put a business out there because I'm going to be sensitive to the I'm gonna be sensitive to her situation. But she has to cut this person out of her life for this season for growth in her own life you know what i mean and um she says that sometimes she'll go back and she'll read old messages when things were good you know what i mean she'll go back she'll go back to when things were fine you know what i mean just like the jews but well god can we go back but god if we had home there at one point can we go back and god is like right now he like no and he ain't changed his um mind since and then that's not to me to speak to my mom's situation or anybody else's but for her to deliver for her to be delivered she has to let go it's like it's kind of like it's kind of like when you um when you get in like a train or a plane or a taxi cab there's only one seat and sometimes we want to hold on to somebody and God is the cab driver that says, only one of y'all are getting in this car. And only one of y'all are qualified or have the money or have the have the that hit that 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 level to for me to take you. But that other person can't come with you. Would you think they're gonna sit on your lap in this journey I have for you? No. They gotta go, you know what I'm saying? And for me, um, I'm gonna be honest with y'all um in a moment of transparency. Um um you know like you know i i like yo when i tell y'all like i miss my old team yo like when i tell y'all like i like when i tell you like i i still love them you know what i mean i loved them i woke up and sent them good morning text just like i do to y'all um you know what i mean like it's uh it's uh it's hard you know what I mean? Because they they become like they became family to me, and um, you know I I y'all know me. I do graphic design work and everything like that, and um, I do most of like my work that I do have to do to function. I do it off of my phone, and um, you know I got everything on here. I edit I edit videos and everything on here. I um I I do my graphic design work for like my website and stuff. But I do I do so much on here that it takes up a lot of space <laughs> you know what i mean and i was like well what's taking up all this doggone space you know what i'm saying and um so when i went to like the memory the storage part of my phone it was like oh well you could reduce the memory in some of these areas i was like oh great because i still got work to do and i realized i still had the like the group messages and the text messages from these people and they're taking up too much space in my phone and there are times guys and it wasn't until my mom was talking to me about it and then it, i got reminded again when i had to cut my hair that you are not growing because you are holding on to something you keep looking back to something that i took away from you and they walked away from you. You know what I mean? They walked away from you because they're not supposed to be with you. They were ne not for this season, son. They're not for this season. And, you know, I 
you know, like I said, man, like I'll go back to the messages and I'll be like, yo, we had laughs right here. We had smile. I, how many times we said I love you and stuff. But then God's like, they said I love you. But when it was time to say I love you with their actions, where were they? You know? And so for me, I can't I can't parse around with stuff I have to do because I'm still holding on to stuff that I don't need to be hanging on to anymore. I can't keep looking back. You know, the reason why it's kind of funny how in the when Lot's wife looked back, he turned into a pillar of salt. And sometimes we get salty in our feelings. You know what I'm saying? Because um, we get salty in our feelings looking back at times um, when things were good, even though it went up in flames. You know, bitterness resides there. You know, you're, you, you become entrenched and saturated in bitterness or sadness and depression and stuff. And I'm thinking, well, I'm not focusing... I'm not trying to focus on the bad things that they did to me or they've done to me or anything like that, or the fact that they even walked away from me. I'm just focusing on the fact that we had those. And I keep, you know, visual representation of that in my phone. And God was like, you cannot let them ride on your lap to where I am taking you. You know what I mean? Um, you cannot, you can't, you can't, they can't go with you. And that includes images. You, they're, they're already burned in your brain. Why do you want to keep the physicals of them? You know what I'm saying? And, and what you're doing, what you're doing, son, is you keep, you keep, you keep, you keep, um, you keep trying to make a, a chain necklace out of the chains I broke off of you. No, you need to leave those chains off on the ground, son. You you know, you keep you keep trying to take a piece of it with you as if it, it's gonna it's it's gonna hold you up. Like you're trying to make a belt out of something that was a chain and bondage to you. It's not holding you up, it is causing you not to breathe properly. And, you're carrying um, around a dead vine and hoping one day you're gonna get some fruit off of it, and you gotta let it go. It sucks, but you have to. Yeah, you know, and um And I have to accept that, you know, I have to accept that it's dead. Like, I, I, I have to accept that it's dead. And, me, you know, what a, me keeping these messages is like me trying to put this back on my head. But it looks good. It looks good. Look at all this, this, this love, these loving things I have. It's dead. You know, it, it, it's dead. Why are you keeping it around anymore? I'm talking to myself. This isn't, this isn't, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to shame nobody else. I'm talking out of my own convictions and out of my own pain, you know? Like, why am I keeping dead hair? It looks good. Sure. It does. It, it looks good. You know what I mean? But it ain't bearing no fruit. What is it benefiting you to keep something dead around? You know what I'm saying? It, it's um so i mean i i don't know if i could do it i don't know if i could screen share it on here i'll try and i'll do it anyway even if i can't screen share it but i gotta get rid of these messages yo i gotta get rid of the pictures that we've shared together man um i gotta it, it it's not it ain't 
it, it what what fruit is coming out of it there's fruit in it sure but it ain't it ain't of love it it it, it, it has the uh, appearance of love. I always joke with y'all and saying, like, that's like trying to make somebody, I said, giving somebody fake love is trying to make somebody Kool-Aid with Splenda in it. It may taste like it, but it ain't it. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I got to let this go. I got to, I got, I got to let, I got to let them go because I keep, I keep looking back at my start. I keep looking back at my starting point. But I want to. I keep, you know what I mean. Like I keep focusing back on like where I started the race, um, and I'm pointing at the line that I started. But I keep trying to guise myself in the fact that I didn't trip over some hurdles to get to where I am now. And for me to want to go back to the starting line, that means I would want to have to go through all that. I have to take the risk of wanting to go through those hurdles all over again. And you know what? The hurdles might be a little. They might be built a little different. They may not be the same hurdles, you know what I mean? Same way I'm not the same person. Those hurdles that I may have in my life, they may not this this could have become more this could have became more toxic. It would have killed and 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 you know what? The like the funny thing is, like I told people I was telling Tyler when he was sharing the thing about his hair, when he was saying, like, you know, ever since I cut my hair, it never looked like it never looked like like how it once did. And um so, and I love the picture I sent you, I put as the clip art because it made it look like I was completely bald, but, um, I still got, I'm still looking pretty good over here. You know what I'm saying? I still got, I still got my little bun and everything like that. It's braided up. I'm still, I'm, this is how long it's supposed to be right now. And this is how much I'm supposed to have right now. And for me, you know, we get so caught up in what God took away from us that we don't get, we, 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 we don't even, we, we get caught up in the fact that, that, that over that meal we once had, and we're not even appreciating the meal he's put in front of us and our plates get cold. You know what I'm saying? So I think it was Andy who actually said that there's a line that he said is don't let your food get cold staring at somebody else's plate. And that's the truth. Yeah. Like you worry about all the blessings somebody else has and not remembering. Like it's good that you look at the starting line where you came from, but it's not good to to, to concentrate on that. Like you're not gonna win a race running backwards. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you're not you're gonna fall and hurt yourself oh, before you actually get where you're ever supposed to go because you're so worried about where you came from. Remember where you came from, so you keep you know, you keep in progress. But remember, like, the, like if, you, if you came from someplace, that means you're moving someplace, right? So you have to be concentrating on where you're trying to go next or where God wants you to go next so you don't move backwards. Yeah, and I think that's the danger of nostalgia because nostalgia can sometimes trick you into thinking what you had was better than what it really was. Mm -hmm. And, like, for me, um, I talk a lot about my chronic migraines and... I didn't realize until during winter break last semester that I was having, I was like missing the me that was migraine free, but the, the person that was migraine free wasn't emotionally, spiritually um, as mature as I am now. 
And while I miss the physical aspects of me being able to play basketball and and do a whole bunch of things at one time, God, I got convicted because I was romanticizing something that wasn't even the full picture um, of where I was. I wasn't as whole or healthy back then as I, in my mind, as the suffering would have it look. And I got convicted and, and the Lord showed me that I needed to grieve that, that, that able-bodied version of me, the version of me, the former version of me that I thought could do it all. Because if I didn't let her go, that was going to keep me from seeing what God was trying to do in my life from this point on. And when, when I realized that, that thing hit me so hard. And even though I had that revelation, I thought, you know, like, okay, God, I'm going to grieve it. Yeah, this, you know, it's not going to take long to grieve this at all. But the truth is I'm still catching myself because like everything in life, it's a process. There are times when I'm in pain and I'm like, man, if this had been a few years ago, but then I'm like, up, 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 up. Sometimes you got to talk to yourself. And it may sound crazy, but I think you're crazy as Kiera Shear's mom, Karen Clark Shear would say, if you don't talk to yourself, sometimes you got to get yourself together. You know what I'm saying? And I have to remind myself that, no, if I keep living back there way back when, then how can my vision be clear enough for me to see what God's trying to do right now? You know, for for a lot of us, we're so focused on either the nostalgia of the past or trying to get where we're, we're trying to go that we we're not even cognizant of where we are right now. And so God has really been showing me to showing me how to feel my feelings in light of surrendering them to him and me getting healed and whole so that as I progress and, and I become um, who he has called me to be, I'm not holding on the luggage. I'm not holding on the baggage. And I'm also not pressuring myself into being something before my time. That's good. Um, I'll say this. I think um, a lot of times we, okay, so for growth to happen, there needs to be uncomfortability, as if that's a word. You have to be uncomfortable for you to grow. So sometimes when you stick with the same people, you're not growing. You know, you have to separate yourself sometimes in order for that growth to happen. Like, I'll give you an example. For me, when I first got saved, God threw me right into ministry. Like, he threw me into this ministry called Down for Christ Ministries. And I still know a lot of the the old brothers and sisters from that ministry. And I love them dearly. You know, they're my brothers and sisters. But I got thrown into this ministry of doing music. And it was just all of us did, you know, whether we're rapping or singing or play some instrument like we all had musically were gifted. So I remember I'd been into, I'd been into, I joined this group in the ministry called creation and we created our own 
group and uh it was awesome you know it was awesome we got to travel a lot you know go to a lot of different churches and different youth groups and you know do our music and we made projects together put out mixtapes and all that kind of stuff and then i remember um it got to a point where certain things were happening and certain members were falling off and this this and that was happening and it was me and my boy joe who i still know to this day um me and my boy Joe were like the leaders of the group of the ministry. And I remember it got to a point where we were just, both of us were in two different places in our, our walk with God. We were in two places in our, in our journey. And God was telling me, you need to break this off. And I didn't want to, I wanted to hold on to that ministry so badly. Like, Oh God, no, I want to hold on to this. And God was like, no, you need to break it off. And I was literally wrestling with God the night before and i was just i couldn't sleep i couldn't eat i was just wrestling with god and i was trying to fight god on it and it's like Ugh. and what that showed me is sometimes we fight so hard for the things that god doesn't want us to have and we try to hold on to those things and god's trying to tell us to let it go but we're in our flesh and we're like no i don't want to let it go but if you don't let it go you're not going to grow you're not going to get to the place where god wants you to be so I had to let it go and I had to be like, look, it is what it is. Uh, you got to go your way. I got to go my way. And through that came so much fruit. And I just know that if I had held on to that thing and been like, no, I'm going to hold on to it because I want it. Uh, there would have been no growth. So I say that to say that um, sometimes we think God is blessing us with something when it's really something that we want. And we need to connect with God and get in the word and get in prayer and make sure that what we're getting ourselves into or what we're obtaining um, is really of God. And I think that a lot of times we do the opposite and it's like, no, you know, we need to completely trust God. You know, as, as the proverb says, trust God with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. We got to trust God. You know, we got to put everything in his hands and say, God, you know what's best. I don't know what's best. I'm going to jack up my life. I'm going to make the wrong decisions with my life to to jack myself up. But you're going to turn me into a Kobe. Like I said before, a Kobe, a Michael Jordan, a LeBron James, a Stephen Curry, whoever you want to put in there. You know, you fill the blank. But he's going to make us into who he really, really wants us to be. So it's like, you know, we got to give everything to God, man. And with you um, in those messages, I think God's telling you, I think it's time to let it go because you're going to be held back by things that I didn't even want for you. Like you got to let it go, you know, like, like let it go and watch all the fruit and growth that's going to come from it. So I encourage you, my brother, uh, just like I had to let go of certain things, just like all of us on the screen, I'm sure had to let go of certain things. That's just something you got to let go, man. Oh, another example I'll, I'll give you guys is I remember I was listening to a testimony from Lecrae one time. And he was saying how he, um, when he was younger, he had a girlfriend and they were going to have a baby and they ended up aborting their baby. And I remember he was talking about how he was with his wife one day and he was going through old pictures of old girlfriends he had. And his wife was like, you know, throw it away, let it go. And when he got to the picture of his girl that he had who they aborted their baby, he, when he saw the picture, he was like, I can't let this go. And he broke down and started crying because of all the bad memories that were attached to that. And he's like, I can't let this go. 
and she didn't understand it, but there was so much pain that was attached to that photo. And he finally let it go. And he said, how much, there was so much fruit that came from that and so much growth, you know, and strength in his, in his marriage. So yeah, brother, as hard as it is, you know, and, and I know I've been there, we got to let it go, man. We got to let it go and, and let God bring the newness into our life of what he really wants from us. Yeah, that's um, <clears throat> that's basically where I'm at because you know, it's it it sucked. I did end up deleting them. I ended up doing like a screen recording and everything because my mom won't believe me unless I do. Um, <laughs> but um, um, yeah, it just it just hurts. Um, it's um, it it, it and I realized that it's even um. I, I I gotta I gotta not do that because even when it comes to people, I think I shared with you guys like you know when I left my old church and I started going to other churches, you know, you start visiting other houses of God and you're like, oh, <clears throat> I wonder if they're like, I wonder. Hopefully they have something like my old church in there, and that's not the right mess. Um, that's not the right way of thinking. <clears throat> going into things new, you know what I'm saying? Because it's that you, as you said in Proverbs, um, my own understanding. Um, I may not fi ever find traits of the people from my old team. They were pretty much like my family. You know, I may not find traits of my old family in people that will be added into my new family. But I know that it, it may not look like, you know, it may not look like, like, like it once did. But, you know, it's healthier now. It, it, it's going to grow better now. It's going to be more fruitful. So it's kind of funny how like all that when I say like all this was like coming out of me, like as my sister was saying, like, well, you got to cut your hair because what ends up happening is it spreads to the good hair and turns the good hair into dead hair and it just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going to the point you ain't got nothing left. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's just that's just where I am, man. Um, it's been. I, like I, it goes back to the it goes back to the I don't think we like we might think it's a small idol but it's an idol and um, regardless of it, it like it's a small sin it's still a sin you know what I mean and I'm talking to the people that proclaim the name of Jesus and anybody that thinks that you know that are still holding on to things that God told you to let go of or people have told you to let go of whether it's um, <clears throat> Whether it's a job, whether it's a boyfriend or a girlfriend, whether it's a, whether it's a house, whether it's um, you know, you name it, that numerous people and the circumstances have pointed to, that's where the source of the dead is coming from. I get you may have had really great memories from that, but there's a reason where why some of this dead is still coming into your life. And it, it's time to <clears throat> it's time to cut it off. It's time to cut it out. You know what I mean? And make room. You can't let these things ride on your life on your lap in the taxi cab of where you're going in your life anymore. And um, that's just you know, like I said, this is this isn't like a like a aha. 
I know something you don't. I know this out of my own convictions. Um, I know this out of my own pain and my own grief and my own suffering. And it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be painful. Um, but, you know, I have to, but at the same time, I, I have to posture my heart and train myself to get excited for it to look like something unknown, too. Well, that, that's the goodness that comes from repentance, brother. You know, like there's a reason God tells us to repent because in our relationship with him, uh, we can't bring our sin into that relationship because it corrupts the relationship. It damages the relationship. Um, God is not telling us to turn away from our sin because he wants to uh, ruin our fun because let's be honest, sometimes sin is fun. It's fun in the moment. You know, I, I'm just being honest. Like, it is fun, but then all the consequences of what comes with that is not good. And that's why we cannot have sin in our relationship with God, because it's, it's just going to ruin it. You know, and not only is it going to ruin our relationship with God, it's going to ruin our relationship with our family, with our ministry, with our churches, with, uh, you know, our brothers and sisters, you know, whoever it may be, uh, it's going to ruin that. And we cannot bring you know, what's dead and what's not of God into a godly relationship. We just can't. And um, it's just all a part of growing as, as, as a man and woman of God, a disciple of God. Um, it's all a part of that. So it's a part of the journey. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's, but the, the good thing is the scripture says that it's, it's the goodness of God that being, brings man to repentance. It's the good in, goodness and kindness and love of God that brings us to repentance. You know, God is not forcing us to do anything. He's loving us day, day in and day out. He's, you know, caring for us. He's doing all these things to show us how good he really is. He's not some dictator that's like, you better follow my rules or I'm just going to uh, kill you. You know what I mean? He's not doing that. Like God's like, I'm going to love you despite your sin, you know? And it's a journey, bro. Like, like repentance does not come overnight. Yes. Sometimes it does. Sometimes people are dra dramatic, dramatically transformed overnight and they're able to let things go. But for other people, it's a process. And God is, is being patient with us through that process. And he's saying, Hey, son, daughter, no matter how many times you fall, I'm going to be right here. You know, nothing is going to push me away. Nothing is going to make me walk away from you. I'm going to be right here while you're working your mess out, while you're giving things to me. I'm going to be right here as your father, as your, as your lover, you know, as, as the best person in your life, I'm going to be here despite your mess, despite your, you know, wrongdoings. I'm going to be here for you. And that's, that's the goodness and kindness of God. It's uncomprehendable to us because of this small mind, small brain that God's given us. We can't understand it sometimes. Like, God, why do you keep loving me? Like, we get mad sometimes. Like, I get mad sometimes. I'm like, God, you keep loving me. Why do you keep loving me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, look at what I'm doing. And God's like, so, I don't care. You know, I love you. And it's like, God, oh, my gosh. Like, why? You know what I mean? I don't deserve it. And it's like, okay, you know what I mean? You go ahead and cry. I'm going to be here. You know what I mean? While you having your little moment. And it's like, you know, that's just God, man. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. And to your point, Tyler, like something, again, I can't remember who said this, but a lot of the times we think that God is trying to take something away from us. 
by, uh, you know, giving us a blueprint, which is the word of God and showing us how to live. Um, but really he's trying to get something to us, which is his original design, which is his intention for freedom. And I've found that I've found more freedom in living God's way and doing my best to live his way than doing things my way. Cause my way is just draining. My way has too much. It's just too involved, you know? And I'm just super grateful and thankful that even when we have to cut people that aren't good for us, when we have to let people go, because I've had to let many of people go in my life, even when that happens, I'm glad that he is been the one thing that has remained constant. Like, I can honestly say that God is good because he's always been good and that will never change. He's proven himself, though he never has to prove anything to me, but he has always been faithful. And one thing that I just want to say to you, Casper, is that, man, you're doing a dope thing by being obedient because obedience, one, is better than sacrifice. Two, like, man, you're opening, you're allowing God to do some major work in your heart that otherwise he wouldn't be able to do because you hadn't surrendered that area of life to him. And like the amount of healing that's going to come from that is like, I can only imagine. And I'm, I'm just proud of you. Even though you're older than me, I can be proud of you. Okay. So accept your flowers. Okay. I see your face. Accept your flowers. I'm proud of you. And it makes me happy to know that like as a community and, and sharing divinity um, in Christ, that when someone is going through something like this, we can upgird them and encourage them. And we can be there to support you in that you're not alone in this and that God has your back. And to piggyback off that just a little bit, for me, it shows your faith because like you said, like, like obedience is, is better. Like, what is it? Like, I can't remember exactly, but over suffering. Right. And a lot of times obedience requires suffering. Like it just requires it, but you not knowing what's going to happen or not knowing what it's going to look like and still going, okay, God's plan is the plan. I'm going to take that step. That's faith, right? If you know everything that's going to happen, that's not faith. That's just cool. Good planning. My boss tells me what time I'm leaving, what time I'm coming in. But if you don't know what the next stage or the next season is and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to trust them, that's showing faith. So especially as like a member of the community and being on your podcast and stuff, you doing it publicly is like I'm trying not to cry. Like it's outstanding because you're you're showing your weakness and your strength at the same time. And that's what Jesus calls us to do. So thank you for that. Thank you for this whole talk, really. Y'all out here trying to make the boy cry more than I already did. I don't really appreciate it, but that's all right. Um, I think that's where I'm going to wrap it up at, at least for the live stream portion. Um, thank you, everybody, that um, tuned in today. This, like I said, spontaneous, um, but I felt compelled in my spirit to, you know, share this with everybody, um, you know, as my... Um, <clears throat> Um, I'm trying to take my flowers. It's really hard to. 
Um, and like, and like I said, a lot of that is because, and you know, not to give excuses. A lot of that is because I've had people who gave me my flowers that then that then set them on fire and then put it in the dirt they threw it on my name but i have to recognize when people are sowing seeds of love in that dirt and that's what that's basically what my um my my sister i call her auntie maya is alluding to because i'm not good at taking my flowers um so yeah um i just want to encourage everybody to if you have ears to hear listen and turn the volume up um to what he is saying to you um and because something looks good doesn't mean it, it it feels good that it is good you know what i mean um and just and and keep and keep a good circle around you and when i mean keep a good circle over time you will tell you know what i'm saying and my circle happens to be through a screen most of the time as of late but i'm you know i'm more than happy and grateful forever grateful that i have this circle i have now um and then those that decide to leave your circle that's fine um, it may be temporary. It may be, it may be for forever. However, he sees it. But God's gonna own the outcome at the end of the day. Um, I just, you know, I I just want to leave y'all with that. Um, thank you, thank you for, um, thank you for listening to me um, and listening to my pain, hearing my heart out. Um, I gotta, like I said, I don't never, I never record on Mondays, but I just had, like I said, God was tugging on my heart. And I just felt compelled to share it. Um, we'll be back. I'm going to be back tomorrow, regular scheduled time. I have um, <clears throat> I have Christian rapper for real coming on for <clears throat> for real coming on here tomorrow. He's going to share his uh, story with us, and we're going to talk about you know we're going to get into the word. We're going to talk faith. We're going to talk fashion, music, politics, and he's got a um, he's got a story that he's going to share with us. I've already um. <clears throat> posted the flyers times and everything um if you aren't subscribed subscribe ring that bell um liking the video helps just push us up so more people can hear these messages and <clears throat> be introduced to these people that i bring on screen with me um but anyway thank you everybody um always remember you're beautiful blessing beloved um it's not nighttime but i'm just gonna say um see you later for now and hopefully see you tomorrow all righty